Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I had, I tried to find another song, guys, you know, to kind of change it, the pace, but, you know, I did not. It was just too slow, the songs that were quite available. So, you know, we want to start our day with a lot of fresh energy, and the only way to get that is with some really rock music, at least yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good morning, guys. Welcome to the show, Coffee Time with Marie Dorsey on CPA. Um, if you are returning to this show, uh, welcome back. If you're new, give us a thumbs up in, in the chat so we know you are new. Um, go ahead and please subscribe, like uh, the channel, the page that you're watching us on. We are going live uh, every Thursday at 10 a.m. on Facebook, on uh, LinkedIn, and on YouTube. I am your host, uh, Marie Derosian. I'm a, a certified public accountant, a CFO, an auditor, uh, and a charter world management accountant. And recently, I do have to share this, so I'm so excited. I got certified as a 10x uh, coach, a business coach, and I am so excited about this. And uh, I am uh, so excited to help so many individuals, uh, including people in our own CPAs that are wanting to change the way they're doing work. Um, I want to just go ahead and introduce uh, my my friend and my tax colleague Pedro Gonzalez. Uh, Pedro, good morning. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, everybody. And it is a good day. Uh, so, um, Pedro Gonzalez, uh, uh, your business and tax strategist, helping uh, our clients with uh, tax minimization strategies, improving your cash flow, and with exit strategies. Like I say, all of us are going to exit. It does depend on how. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's it. That's it. And then Pedro, I did want to have a, a I did want to do a quick announcement. That's why I kind of shortened uh, some of the intro part right now, and I can yeah. put in the banners and you know all that. But today marks a whole year of us committing to I this. Know. I know. <laughs> Episode fifty-two. We've been yes. committed fifty-two weeks straight. <laughs> yes. To do this. Yep. So happy one year anniversary to us. Happy uh, anniversary, you know, Marie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is happy so exciting. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, you know, we really want to hear from uh, our viewers and our listeners because we're always trying to bring a lot of interesting conversations here that nobody's talking about. There's not a lot of other CPAs and accounts that are talking about these uh, specific issues and how it relates to business owners. Mm -hmm. um, so we are here for you. We want to answer more questions. Um, so please send us your questions. Send us your questions. You can send it to me directly, Marie at MarieTorosianCPA.com. You can also send it to Pedro if you like. Pedro, you want to say your email, the best way to reach yeah, out to sure. you? Yeah, uh, sure. Pedro at PedroCPA.com. Very easy. Very easy. Uh, it's basically our name and last name, CPA.com. <laughs> yep. So uh, so we want to answer more of your questions so we can maybe celebrate the second year, right? So we will try to come up with uh, subjects that we believe that it's going to help you out. But hearing from you, it's different because you are the ones going through these difficulties and challenges, and we want to be here for you and answer your questions. So with that, I want to do a quick summary of what we talked about in the past few, few you know, the past year, I can say that. Yes. The past year, all of last year, we've talked about so many different situations and issues that have uh, come across us uh, as, as CPAs. Uh, we've talked about uh, investor visa and business, uh, you know, projections that goes with the application. We've talked about IRS versus financial audit. 
We've talked about inventory management. We've talked about a whole tax planning series. We've talked about real estate business and how to how to do it, how to make your business recession proof. We've talked about, you know, more business related things where we talked about mindset, how to keep motivated <clears throat> and uh, very strategic uh, uh, business related issues. Uh, we've talked about factoring receivables. This is stuff that most small businesses don't even understand how to handle it. Uh, we've talked about capital gains, messy books. We've talked about so many things. And uh, last week, we actually covered, uh, how, you know, a franchise or license purchasing, right? So, and how to handle that. And today, because we come across we have another problem that a lot of small business owners are going through, and we so many changes coming down the pipeline through the IRS and more auditors being hired. And then there's going to be a lot more scrutiny on how the books are being handled and how they're being reported on the tax returns. We've come across an issue where, you know, shareholder, if it's an S corporation or a member, if it's an LLC and how the, the members or the shareholders capitals are being handled. Uh, there's been a mismatch, uh, too much distribution, no, no, no backup as to how they started, what they put in, the initial investment versus the distribution. So we want to talk about this today. And of course, Pedro, you, you, you've, you've had such experience in this area. And uh, I, I'm going to, as my guest, you know, please uh, start us through this conversation. Where do we start? Where do we start? That's a good. That's always the key point, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. You know, where well, do we start? <laughs> exactly. We start in the beginning. In the beginning. <laughs> well, the the. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but really, the the issue of the, this is a good topic. I know we we covered briefly in one of the previous episodes about the uh, trying to bring awareness of the fact that the IRS is is gonna be paying more attention to this. Uh, um, capital accounts, uh, something that has been overlooked yes. for by many years. Uh, probably some people notice that there's a new schedule that needs to be attached uh, to to the 1120s um, to, in essence, disclose now uh, the roll forward of your mm -hmm. basis, uh, something that was not done specifically in the past. I mean, it was, you know, it could be you could kind of work backward but now it's going to be included in the in the tax return it's a schedule that you have to attach and so it kind of indicates what are the intentions of the irs you know mm. we talked about this in the past you know it, it's something that needs to be uh, uh, addressed uh and i would encourage uh, the, the listeners and the viewers is uh, to uh to meet with your tax preparers and make sure if you have an, any kind of pass-through entities not only s corporations but also llc's partnerships mm -hmm. Um, to make sure that, that that topic of basis is is properly accounted for. So I know that you and I have uh, this conversation. It's an interesting conversation because what happens is that people are handling this. You know, as long as there's money in the bank account, uh, what happens is in, in the way it happens is because the they're treating the the corporate account as almost like their extension of their personal account. So right. in that right. process, as long as there's money in the in the in the bank account, uh, the shareholder or shareholders, let's use an S corporation for this example. What is happening is that they're just simply there's money there, so pay my my car, pay this, and pay that. Right. And so in that process, there's not a true accounting. It kind of they realize that potentially after the fact uh, that in reality you didn't have the basis for this distribution. Now, 
what happens is if you do this distributions in excess of basis, then it is taxable dividends. Mm -hmm. This is the, the part that, that gets omitted. Uh, and this is what the IRS is going to go back and start auditing is that, that you should have. It's not so much about, well, you 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 cannot uh, distribute. I mean, the money, the company has the money uh, right. and you don't have the basis. Well, you distribute it yourself in excess of basis, then that is taxable income. Understood. And so that's what you're supposed to do. You know, I took this money in excess, so I'm going to report it on my tax return as taxable dividends. But what is happening is, that, you know, it's an ongoing uh, process. Money's coming out and right. nobody's really focusing on this and seeing, OK, uh, hold on, uh, Mr. Smith, uh, you have to stop, uh, you know, or be aware that you this is going to now you're be. Gonna be right, right, right. And, and, and I think, and I'm wondering here, and you know, because why wouldn't a business owner, instead of just taking out distributions for themselves, just increase their salary and just, you know, simplify this basis calculation? And mm -hmm. because it does take a lot of internal effort to track the, the 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 basis or the capital. Basis is more the word on the tax side, and then on the gap side, we use more of the, the word capital. Uh, the capital bank account <laughs> for the shareholder. So it's a lot of work. And a lot of times these small business owners, they don't have anyone specifically tracking or creating a, uh, you know, a, a spreadsheet to track all of this. Why can't they just increase their salaries and then just pay their personal stuff like that? Uh, wouldn't, would you recommend them do that? Well, they, in a, the ideal situation is that they keep their, their lives separate. Yes. I mean, the, what yes. they should be doing is, setting up a, a salary and then setting up a specific uh, draws and uh instead of having the company pay directly the expenses of the owner you know what i mean so right, right, right. systematic process where you have a salary of x and then every either month or every quarter whatever the the process is you're going to gain a distribution based on a percentage of the profits of the corporation and an allocation of basis uh you know uh, based on on the allocation and being distributed that's the ideal situation is what is recommended right but, you know again uh, one is what is uh the theory and then the other the practice i mean what it, but what is happening is is this other process which causes a lot of headaches and a lot of you know in in and also we mentioned this in another of our episodes in the past is that the risk of exposing information that shouldn't have been exposed uh in an eventuality of an audit if your escort person right. is being audited now they're going to see all these other transactions that are directly reflected on the on the books of the corporation that shouldn't have been there. If right. you simply right. pay yourself a salary and every let's say every month Marie gets a, I don't know a, some X uh, distribution, yeah, you know I mean that goes to her personal. Right. That that's the end of the story. There's nothing else in there other than she gets a, this X amount of distribution and she has a W two. That's it. That's right. that's what is recommended. Yes. Yeah. And, and perhaps also as uh, maybe a recommendation could be that the, um, if they don't have to do the draws, that they don't need the extra drawing every month is just to kind of think about it at the end of the year, what is the anticipated you know, profit and be able to uh, take the draw at that point in time, uh, you know, just to simplify, you know, what's the maximum that they can take. Um, yeah. Okay. So my next question, and again, because I want to lead to the way a business owner might be thinking right now is that so if they have taken out more draws 
and uh, what is it? Uh, what what can they do to correct this situation? Mm -hmm. What is the best way to correct the situation before they file their taxes? Say, yeah. Before I address that, let me. I, I don't think I answered one of the questions you you asked uh, previously. Is the why not increase your salary? Right. Now the reason I know why it's not done is because of uh, payroll taxes, and so they're trying to avoid paying payroll taxes because they're not paying payroll taxes on the on the distributions. Right. This is what the IRS doesn't like is that you're taking all this money out and then and this is another and now I know we discussed this in a previously, which is a reasonable compensation. Right. Yes. You know, I'm not going to go into the details of that right now. And if you have any questions, uh, you know, they can reach out and then evaluate if you have reasonable compensation, which is another topic. And this is another area that the IRS is going to be looking at. One is distribution. Number two, reasonable compensation. Those are already two topics that the IRS said that they're going to be looking at. Right. But again, to answer your question, the why, because they don't want to pay the payroll tax, uh, because, yes, as you increase your, your, your salary, you're going to be paying payroll tax. But there's a way to calculate this uh, to at least establish what we call reasonable compensation. And the reason we recommend it is to mitigate, mitigate a little bit the risk of audit yes. uh, exposure of unnecessary disclosure of information. When you see a lot of these transactions, little transactions, in a, you know, going out of your Walmart, uh, CVS, uh, the liquor store. And, I know. know. Oh, my God. Like, you don't want to be yes. disclosing that. I mean, you don't want to disclose your personal expenses and where you go to buy whatever. I mean, this is a personal. This is my personal yes. life. So uh, uh, keep that in mind. Now, going back, uh, how do we correct this? Well, one, if, you know, the ideal situation, again, is that this gets monitored on a regular basis. But let's assume that now here we are approaching October and you realize, okay, your client now has this uh, uh, negative uh, or a deficit or approaching mm -hmm. that deficit. So right. is uh, one of the options could be to, to uh, reclassify some of those excess into, into a, a receivable. But then establish a true receivable from the company, meaning that, you know, you explain to the, the, the taxpayer that we're going to create this receivable. There should be a, a document. There should right. be interest and a repayment plan. Of course. So of that, course. That, that's one way or for the owner to put the money back into uh, either the member or the shareholder put the money back right. in the company to, right. to restore to restore that that uh, deficit. Right. So that the basis comes back to to what it should be. And yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, I, I like to use a, the uh, and the way I simplify for a lot of these shareholders and members. If you get a, they got to look at it as a, a kind of a bank account. You know what I mean, so mm -hmm. you know, you you have a certain funds. And it gets increased by the profits of the corporation. It gets re also increased by any contributions that you have made in addition to your initial contribution. And it gets decreased by the losses of the company. Right. And it gets decreased by, by the distribution. So simple formula. Yes. That, you know, it, that, that, and that's how you keep track of this, uh, this account. So if you, by any chance, you're distributing yourself more, then, you know, you created a deficit. And you have to now, you in essence, you owe that money or you have to pay tax on it. Right, right, absolutely. And in a situation that arose, and I want to make sure that, you know, our listeners and our viewers are paying attention to, is that we came across a situation where over a number of years, the shareholder kept on taking out money, distributing to himself uh, additional money, even though his, his basis was already negative. Mm -hmm. So... And, you, you know, you had mentioned something to me that that should have been done or, or what should have been done versus what was done. 
So would you mind kind of walking us through that situation and then and, and advising our listeners and viewers what they should be doing? Uh, well, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, one, I'm trying to see how can I explain it without this. In a simplified manner. <laughs> in, in open, a simplified manner, yes, uh, because uh, it, it was a little convoluted, uh, but I'm trying to, you know, the, the scenario that, that you and I uh, discussed is, uh, you know, in this situation, the, the, there was an excess distributions. Right. Now, what should have been done is what we just mentioned uh, a couple minutes ago is that, you know, you what you should do is uh, keep track of this on an ongoing basis mm -hmm. uh, in order to determine once you're reaching that point. Like, for example, right now, what that's what we're doing with some of our own clients is that let's look at your capital accounts. Right. Uh, part of the, the business planning and tax planning is looking at that because it does have a tax implication. So we're looking at that. That's what should be done on a regular basis, an annual basis. Before we, we are reaching out the end of the year is analyzing that account and see where you're at at that moment. Uh, now, in, in the case of, uh, in question, uh, you know, the individual, I think uh, at the end, uh, he has some years that they had uh, some excess. Right. You know, I'm, I, you know again, uh, this is an issue that has to be um, evaluated because if, if they, what the IRS could do is, is say, well, you, you're supposed to have paid taxes on those years that you had the excess. And that's a risk. You know what I mean? How do you correct it now? Uh, <laughs> because the thing is, uh, uh, you know, it, it's already disclosed on the on the tax return. You know what I mean? That's uh, the issue. You know what I mean? The, how yes. do you correct it? it? You'll have to either amend it, but amending is, is just waving a flag. That's why it's important to address it on an annual basis. Right, right. Because if you're right now discover, okay, or you know that your client's approaching that point where, you listen, any dollar from here forward, it's gonna push push you into a into a deficit, right? So then you avoid is or you make a a, uh, a an adjustment before you close the books, and before it gets disclosed on on the K one because it gets disclosed right. on the tax return. All the IRS has to do is add up all the distribution that you did over the let's say five years, and they're gonna see okay, you have distributed yourself X sum. You know what I mean? That they they this is what you told us that you distributed yourself, so. It, there's not a whole lot you can do about the past. I mean, I mean, it, it, you cannot call it now uh, a, a receivable. Yeah, at this point, you can't really. <laughs> yeah, it, all of a sudden pops up on your books, uh, you know, and you do a reclass. Uh, I guess you could. I mean, I'm not saying you, 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 but it's, it's going to look uh, bizarre. But that could be a remedy at the last minute, the last resort. There's nothing else. It, I would say probably if I if it was my case, I would probably look at that as a one option before amending. Mm. It's a probably reclassify, make the make sure that the, the shareholder signs off on this and 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 start making payments, at least to show the the the, the intention. And uh, I intend to put this money back into the company. There's interest and I'm going to be paying this, this this dollars back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So the, the interesting thing was, you know, and this is, we're trying to build it out, guys, because, you know, the situation we encounter is a lot worse. <laughs> so we're building up the information slowly for you guys, you know, like what should have been, what is the right thing to do, then what happens if you make this mistake and then the next mistake. So now in this very unique situation, it was like mind blowing for me, yeah. uh, super complicated because 
what we noticed is that there was at least about five years of distributions, but then the reporting on the tax returns were way off. So, so now <laughs> fixing this was just to, just to come up with the calculation of what it should have been versus what got reported because mm -hmm. the prior accountant did not break it down properly. And then it turned out that based on what was reported, also not all of it was proper distribution. So it was reported X, but the person, the shareholder or the member received Y, which was less than what was reported. So now they paid taxes on stuff that they didn't even get money on. It was just yeah. so convoluted. Exactly. It was like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. But no, the situation, that's why I was trying to, you know, how to answer that question of what should have been done. They probably should have... <laughs> They should probably have fired that, that <laughs> but uh, anyways, that was should have been done, but it, it was more complicated than what I explained. I mean, the, the, the your situation yeah. had to do with uh, not only with the issue of excess distribution, but then uh, the accounting, yeah. You know I mean, so it's another yeah. topic, I, and I know we have discussed about messy books and all of this, even though you know, I, I don't, I'm not gonna say this is messy books, but but there's a like you said, a discrepancy between Major. you know Major. what i mean the, uh, you're, you're saying on your box distribution is x and then on the k1 is something else so you yes. know how how do you explain that i have no idea you know yeah. I mean? so this is something that that is is bizarre uh but i'm telling you you, you when you start picking up on new clients and you see this kind of things uh i mean i i had to in one case i reject a client i mean yeah. decline because it was i, I don't want to even touch it uh <laughs> It's not worth it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's the, the 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 prior accountant cannot be reached uh, to at least have a conversation between peers. I say, hey, Maria, you know, I see there's a, it, maybe there's an explanation. You know, what I mean, right, Maria, right, right. Okay, Pedro, here's there, here's my work papers or whatever. Oh, okay. I mean, I know I agree with you, but I can see how you arrived to this. You know, right, I mean? exactly. So at least you gain a comfort level to to take over this this assignment. And what are you going to do? Let's say, for example, you have to make a now a professional judgment call on this and say, OK, how do I move forward with this? Because remember, right. once you take over, it becomes now your responsibility. I mean, you're going to be signing off on this return and the basis has carry over. I mean, it's it, you know, what I mean, it, that's the impact. It's not a one year transaction where exactly. in 2018 they deducted. I don't know, and, and, and took over Section 179 and accelerated depreciation and they shouldn't have. OK. Uh, that's one thing, but this issue of basis is this, this, you know, is the impact of this a year after year and the accumulated uh, effect of right. this. And, and this is also going to be very, very, it's a big key. And I wanted to make a point here is that if you are considering becoming a partner with someone, <laughs> you should be asking for this because if they're not yes. keeping track, and yes. they're not doing it properly and you're not buying into this company mm -hmm. and it's a mess now it's also your mess as a part of a, 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 it's part a mess of uh, exactly exactly no this is a awesome uh point that you're bringing up and this is why i encourage anybody that is in a, a in a multi-member s corp or llc or partnership this is a serious matter i mean you should not take this very lightly uh, because what we're dealing is 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 your in essence your bank account in this in this venture yeah. And so yeah. you want to make sure that my account is, is reconciled properly and my, my partners is reconciled properly. Like you said, if I'm going to be part of this, I want to make sure that my distributions are in accordance to the operating agreement and that my balances are correct. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, 
this is this is again uh, you have to make sure that whomever's your tax preparer understands uh the, the s corporation uh and partnership uh, accounting you know I mean how to do this break it uh, down yeah yeah and it, it's unfortunate but um, some people want uh and i'm gonna say it again i mean you want cheap uh bookkeeping you you get you get what you pay for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean no, there's no other way to call it, uh, Marie. I mean, is that the, the, the issue is that sometimes people want don't want to. Uh, and this is a call for also for our profession. I mean, we provide valuable service. Right. And we ought not to, you know, to undervalue our services or to continue condoning, in essence, this, this type of behavior. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, listen, yeah. this you ought to have professionals to, to help you here and to prevent unnecessary audits and god forbid you do get a notice for an audit that can be handled quickly and promptly and here's a you know boom 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 oh, here's the point there. yeah it's done again uh, the irs agent might not agree with you but at least the irs agent will see okay i see how you arrive to your numbers and many times they're willing to at least either compromise or negotiate the the the, the adjustments and right. it, it's end up quickly because they can see your work product. They can see, okay, this was right. done professionally. This is I understand how you arrive to your numbers. You your numbers reconcile. You don't see this thing of uh, distribution on your books as X, and your, your K one K one is another number. And then there's no reconciliation between the two. Uh, you know, it's, it's 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 unfortunate, but this is what is happening. This is what I see that the risk. Uh, for a lot of medium and small uh, businesses is that it has not been addressed and then mm -hmm. they're going to have a cumulative uh, impact of yes. problems that's going to come and buy them you know where. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and uh, I, I really think that uh, I really wanted to bring this subject matter up because it is, you know, we still have, you know, a whole quarter of this year for those of you who have something messed up, this is a time to really go in and look at what you've done in the past. And if there's any corrections you can make, do it now before the 2022 is closed out and you're ready to do your tax returns. Um, go back and look at it. Also look at, we talked about this the other day, is the intercompany things that you're doing. You have multiple companies. Make sure any transfers are being done properly. It's documented, you know, and it's not just like random transfers here and there. Nobody can explain. <laughs> there has to be some kind of an explanation there. Um, so, yeah, definitely look at your books. And if you have any questions, make sure to bring it to us. And we are more than happy to help you. But uh, something you said, uh, Pedro, is that, you know, in this situation that I've been working on, I mean, if, if it if it was me, I would not have taken the, the, the job as well. Mm -hmm. uh, however, we're just assisting another accountant that's uh, that's uh, um, has taken the this uh you know this assistance no, no, yeah. of the client so we are really trying our best to get the, the most uh, analysis done to help this client and but yes you're right uh, usually i would not want to take something that's gonna come back and you know be such a, a pain in my you know what yeah <laughs> yeah like, exactly. uh, i want to minimize my risk because we work very hard uh to to become cpas we do want to help everyone uh, but at the same time, there's also a certain amount of risk that we are taking on right. behalf of our clients. So we want to make sure we're taking on the right clients. So I liked what you said about for our prof profession to really pay attention to what you're doing and what type of clients you're taking on and what kind of risk you're putting yourself in. So right. a message to business owners and a message to, so, to yeah, our exactly. uh, fellow CPAs. 
to our own peers. I mean, because, you know, we are signing on those returns. And I can assure you that, again, God forbid that one of our clients get audited and, you know, things don't go very well. You cannot be the one blamed. They're not going to take right. responsibility and say, my, 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 you know, is Marie's fault? Is Pedro's fault? Uh, he or she uh, told me or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And we, we have to protect also ourselves when we have clients are, you know, a little iffy about following our directives or our, our right. advice uh, when right. it comes to certain decisions. Listen, I think you need to reclassify this. I think you need to report this. On, uh, if you're not going to do this, then you need to report it as taxable income. Well, I don't want to report it. Then you have uh, to make it. Exactly. You want to you do business with this individual. Yes. Uh, now he doesn't want to put it as, as taxable income. He doesn't want to at least put it, well, at least put it as a receivable and let, make some repayment, pay some interest. Right. No, I don't want to do that either. You know, um, but there's, you know, yeah, we're running out of options here. There's only so much we can do to assist and, and have them uh, lower their risk. And then, and without, you know, at that point, it's like we have to make a decision as a, as a prof professional if we want to continue serving yeah. this client yeah, because yeah. if they cannot follow proper regulations, then we are not going to take the risk of, you know, mm -hmm. getting in trouble right. on your behalf. So, it's important that that our profession, uh, you know, respect the the work that we do, and uh, you know, uh, you know, minimize our risk as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. and it goes along with the compensation and all of that. I think we ought Absolutely. to, you know, what I mean, the the we, we do again as a profession, we provide a valuable service to our clients. We help them minimize taxes. We help them keep uh, good, uh, clean books. All of that has value. To our Absolutely. clients and i think uh, we ought to then uh you know charge the fee that we is reasonable and makes sense right. uh and i know clients are going to be looking for uh, less expensive if again you have to then make a decision to want to do i want to do business with this individual that all he or she cares about is how low can you go marie <laughs> right is that the person you want to do, uh, do business yeah and just to give you guys heads up, like something like this, when we have to analyze and go back five, six years to to do a cleanup or figure out why things were messed up so much with the prior accountant or you uh, as the business owner, think about the, the, the cost could get up to like, you know, five, six thousand, ten thousand. We've we've talked talked about how, how much it costs to actually clean up stuff. And when it goes back five, six years, so we're almost doing a mini audit on a specific section. Of, of your, you know, uh, of your business where you have done some such meshy stuff, we need to clean that out. And uh, so think about it. It's actually better to get it done right the first time. And this is what we always are, are mm -hmm. preaching in a way sure. uh, to business owners, just get it done right the first time, pay a little bit higher and, uh, you know, higher fees to have someone knowledgeable do the work so that there's no discrepancies 20 years down the road. And now you have to fix seven years at least and get, tax on things that you misreported <laughs> you know yep. so uh that is the the end message that i definitely want to leave with is that make sure that you are um hiring the right people you know at the right fees and then um you know getting done right the first time so it's less costly that way to really it is. Truly. It is. <laughs> so uh we are at the uh, 30 minute mark already i can't believe it this was a very cool conversation uh, you know, um, and of course, I always want to uh, leave. Uh, um, by the way, guys, I just want to kind of say uh, briefly I, I, for those of you listening, and I know I, I keep forgetting to say this, is that 
you know, we have a lot of programs on my uh, my company page, the profitlab.biz. You could definitely, you know, you know, we have uh, different programs from like forty nine dollars to, you know, to three thousand dollars. But you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, web webinars and programs that we have pre-recorded and ready for you to learn. So make sure to go and check out those programs. And of course, as a 10X coach, uh, you know, I'm always available to you to help guide you through your marketing, sales, operations, and finance, uh, and uh, help you uh, grow your business the proper way. And uh, you can get a little bit more information on that. And I'm going to put it up here now is on the, uh, let's see, the plans. Uh, there we go. And that's going to be the profitlab.biz slash plans dash pricing. So you'll see a little bit more on that over there. Um, so there's nothing better than knowing what you're doing and doing it with someone who's knowledgeable, right? So that's going to actually protect you a lot more than you trying to figure it out yourself, make some messy stuff. And then we have you know anyone coming back to clean. It's going to be more costly for you. Uh, so just uh, pay attention to that. And uh, yeah, and with that, I want to leave you guys with, uh, you know, the usual quote that I leave you with uh, from motivational speaker Jim Ron. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I hope we are two of the five people you are spending your time with to learn and grow your business. So until the next episode, starting the second year now, uh, have a wonderful and a blessed rest of your week. Wonderful. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.